Hi, it's Andromeda LC. I'm a parental coach and mother myself. I've studied human development in uh, my bachelor studies, um, which comes down to coaching as a skill. Um, when I became a parent myself, I saw, uh, first of all, that a parent is a coach, but that the the parents and the parenting are not up to date with coaching. So the old fashioned parenting is still alive, which uh, usually includes disconnection, um, uh, punishments, uh, rewards, such. Um, it's authoritative and the new or original parenting style also meant for humans is uh, self-centered. So the learner and the human is center to their experiences, to their learning, and they are allowed to be fully human. So that's how I've learned as well um, in my bachelor studies and my all my studies after that into coaching and healing. Um, we're always the center of our universe. And then from there, we connect to our environment and to other people. Um, and to the universe. So um, as well as any object that we're learning about. So uh, there's no difference between um, the learner and the object unless the relationship. So therefore parenting is more uh, what it's not about being authoritative, controlled, disciplinary, etc. It's about being a communicator. It's about being in relationship with so you're communicating with your child you're in relationship with your child uh, this is supposed to be a relationship of love of unconditional love so um, what i've seen is that parenting is way too complex that uh, parenting is not done in a human rightful way that we are all uh, blemished by our early childhood and um that we're only now uh, finding the conclusion of research uh, at Harvard University and the APPAH, the APA um, Association, which is related now to Harvard University on birth psychology. Because when, when does a human life start, we could ask. Um, and as per me and these studies, it starts in the womb. Um, and uh, obviously there's a life within the womb and then there's the afterlife, so after birth life, which we um, all know uh, as a human life. Now, because my uh, studies is into adult education, so the, edu the educational um, part of coaching or approaching adults um, so trying to teach adults something and this something could be anything really so um, if you give me a subject then I'm the educator and I'll teach the adults um, but adult educators are, are andragogists uh, they're called as well um, these people might be in schools professors uh, musicians uh, dance teachers Personally, I've had the direction of dance and movement, so body-oriented, 
but it could be, uh, like I said, music, um, drama, which is a bit more vocal oriented, um, arts, visual oriented. So all the five and sports. So uh, sports is also body oriented, but obviously that's uh, sports is different still from the dance movement. So um, all through all the sensory overloads, we can approach um, an adult and teach them something, whether that be a sport, music, but it could also be uh, a philosophy, um, a theory or uh, knowledge or language. So I was into that direction and through the body and movement. So uh, we connect uh, to the theory, language, through the body. Uh, in other words, like nowadays, it's called body and mind, okay? So, body and mind is not separate. We, uh, our mind and our body are the same. Our mind and our body are the uh, spirit are the same thing. Anyhow, um, getting back to the parenting, um, I want to tell you and discuss um, a coaching session that I had yesterday with a parent of three children and she asked me okay with my daughter I'm experiencing some troubles um, she's only seven years old but she's acting like 17 there she's uh, worried about her because she's suffering from her anger um, so the daughter is suffering from her anger outrage and uh, she'll slam doors and be sad or angry and annoyed uh, she'll take it on to her brother. Um, so you get the picture, I suppose. And the parents don't know how, literally said, I don't know how to approach her. Because whatever approach doesn't seem to suit well with the child. And so what happens is the mother kind of shuts down or goes into her own anger. And the child goes to her room, slams doors and sits in her room um angry or sad for like half an hour until maybe her dad comes around and then her dad has a bit of a more direct approach but he also uses his voice uh aka screaming um to get to her okay so what we discussed is first of all they're layers it's like an onion so we need to be clear on what we're talking about here because if we speak about her incident in a car where she, uh, the brother is touching her the smaller brother is touching her with a foot and she's she's getting a sensory overload so she she is uh, a certain character she gets a sen sensory overload this is different from a emotional an emotional outrage um so there uh and when we look at parenting like and when we're looking at solving a problem we'll never look at the behavior okay so we don't look at her behavior because behavior of a human being is the last part of a development so behavior shows what's going on from the inside but from the deep inside which the deep inside are well, it's the blueprint, it's the human, like it's the soul. It's what that personality is here on earth uh, for, right? It's the talents, it's the, like the life mission. 
um, it's also it's the love if you look at the soul part but then we have a layer after that of emotions and the emotions are something that humans uh, are scared of and we haven't learned uh, enough to embrace them and see them as a part of life so it's fully um, uh, related to being alive um, emotions are a life force that come through us so it's better to let that life come through you or your child so I had to do also this warning towards the parent um, well part like the educational part is the fact that emotions are part of us and that they are allowed and that emotions are a life are the life force they are literally just energy keeping us alive or motivating us so putting us in motion emotion um, but the second part to it is the more we suppress and depress our emotions the more dark they become so uh, that being said meaning uh, when we suppress our life force which is originally joy okay being alive joyful if we suppress it it becomes happiness or contentment if we suppress it more it becomes anger okay which anger is still good so if you're an angry person or you have an angry teenager or an angry child thank god because if we suppress the anger more it becomes sadness and sadness suppressing sadness more becomes fear and becomes depression okay and then we get to a very um when we get to a very low point uh, we're gonna talk about suicidal thoughts which obviously are not uncommon to humans uh, and are, are absolutely not uncommon to young adults and teenagers so um, I want you to keep in mind that uh, as a parent and I'm sure you care for your child and if you don't maybe another parent or adult cares for a child or the child we cannot suppress life force including anger because when it gets down to these very low levels we are confronted with something um, out of our reach so a silent child a secluded child uh, one that soaks in their own uh, and sulks is an, is an unhealthy um, child when they are angry and when they're in communication and when they are resisting that's still a healthy child and we don't know like how easily a parent can change or their environment can change in a ways that you know the sulky child will be saved so um yeah so we need to work with the anger this means okay so then the next step is like how to work with anger okay so with uh if we work with the anger then the behavior is going to change okay so we're working on the level of emotions um the parent needs to allow space and time for anger okay so 
Only through acceptance of this emotion can we accept that the child is angry. So this is where I confront the parent a bit. Why and what gives you the right to become angry because your child is angry? So your child is angry for whatever reason in the world. And then it gives you the right to be angry. That simply doesn't make sense to me. We each and all have our own emotions for whatever reason. And yes, they might have been provoked by another person. So as a parent, you might have provoked your child to be angry. And now, after provoking your child for being angry, you're going to be angry on them for being angry. So obviously, this doesn't make any sense. Your child's anger or sadness could never, ever be, and also happiness, by the way, and joy, could never, ever be a reason for you to be angry or upset or frustrated yourself. And if it does trigger you, if their joy, happiness, anger, or sadness triggers you, or anxiety, right, triggers you in your emotions, then that means you have some work to do yourself. You need to acknowledge that this is triggering me. I don't know why, but probably because of something in childhood. Okay, probably because you as a child were not accepted to be angry or sad or joyful. But that's separate. So we need to, as a conscious parent, separate our own emotions from reacting and projecting them onto our child. Right? So our child is allowed to be angry. Now, what's the second step? So this parent in this particular case, she was very aware of her emotions and controlling them. She wouldn't project them. Maybe in, in occasions she would use her voice to shout, but she wasn't necessarily, um, like she was aware enough. Maybe not controlling, not separating her emotions, but at least the first step was done. So the second step is to create compassion. All right, so, and this comes before connection, honestly. So compassion is a space where I can hold myself and I can hold space for you. So allowing again the child to be in their anger and not projecting yourself onto it. You're allowed to have your emotions and reactions, but keep them in your space and then have the space and time for the other person, for the child, to have their space of anger or whatever it is. Okay, even if it's joy, because a lot of parents are also provoked by happiness or joy from their kids, because they're not feeling their happiness and joy. Um, and then we have compassion, meaning they're allowed to have their passion and you are with them but you're holding it in their space so you're not interfering then after this step comes curiosity okay so we don't need to connect yet connection is a um is a hard big lesson for people so curiosity why are you angry my child 
What's going on with you? What's upsetting you? Uh, did someone interfere with your life? Uh, can you explain to me what's going on? So the main question is what's going on? So in this session, uh, we made it clear as well. Like, do you know what's going on? Have you heard her story? Have you heard how her day went? And what happened? And what's really bothering her? Um, all right. So another uh, part of the, um, the session was character. Okay. And notice how all these things start with a C. Uh, curiosity. Compassion. So we had compassion first. Uh, curiosity. Questioning. Questioning is a Q, but it sounds like a C. And then we'll have connection. So... Part of the character, like there's different kinds of character analysis. Um, there's so many tests, you know, the personality tests, etc. And we can look into astrology and numerology. I'm not personally fixated yet on one system or method. Um, plus, I never approached a person through personality or character because for me, everyone is human. So we have the same right but then i did learn to differentiate this was also my learning to understand that people are different from each other in a way or another and that we do have differences um, through our character our personality our interests and how our mind is blueprinted or our brain um, and in this particular case, the daughter is a creative. Okay, she's an artist and she's an engineer and she has a creative mind and creative souls are usually very sensitive. So they would be very sensitive either to their clothing. Uh, we have to cut out the itchy parts. They cannot wear certain textiles. They're very picky about um, things. So. And they have like sens uh, sensory overload, okay? Where a child that's more sociable, so more of a people person, um, doesn't have this kind of stimulants. So uh, the creative one, the artistic one, the engineer, they are sensitive to every detail and every um, sensory overload and to their environment, okay? So they'll also notice a lot of things and be sensitive to artistic visual qualities and to sound, etc. Uh, the people person, so these are two big distinctions that I make. The people person is sensitive to, they want connection with people, whereas the creative one doesn't need that. But the people person is also less sensitive. They accept, they're very acceptant of their environment, of their clothing, of their, they're not picky in a way. And when it comes to food, food for me is another subject, okay? So let's not say picky eaters are people persons. No. Um, so disregarding food. Um, so you get the picture. So we need to be aware that, okay, this girl is the creative one and she needs her time alone. And she needs time to think and process. And she doesn't need someone to 
you know, play with, neither her siblings nor other friends, and she doesn't need this stimulants, especially after a whole day of school. Okay, so this, I, I hope like this kind of information can start working in your brain, in your parental brain, that um, we, we can really like understand that a child is human and has a certain character, so just has certain routines and habits and things that you shouldn't push or pull from them. Um, then we can start connecting. So what we're after in all of our parenting is connection, okay? So connection is respect, connection is being interested, curious, uh, connected means we're doing things together, um, connected also means that you're allowed to be in that space. So it's not about canceling you out as a parent. No, we want also your personality there. We want your interest fields, your questions, like your curiosity. Who were you as a child? What do you like? What did you like doing and you stopped doing? How do you think about things? So all this, um, you're allowed and you should share as a parent, as a personality, as a person with your child. So in, in the case with the mother and daughter, the mother, from her emotional part of view, she can express her care and protection and emotions, but she needs to communicate about them instead of projecting them. Meaning she can communicate, I am angry and I care about your brother and I care about you because I see that you're suffering and I don't want you to suffer. But I also want to protect your brother so you don't put your anger on him. And she'll perfectly understand this. Um, then, uh, so she expresses her anger through care and concern. And then... Um, the other part would be, okay, so tell me, right, curiosity, compassion, holding space, and then connect. And then, okay, so what can we do about uh, the daughter's uh, problem, like what she's dealing with? Mom, I feel lonely, I have no friends, I don't have one friend, I know a lot of people, but I don't have one friend. This could be something that she tells her mom. Oh, you know, I relate with that. Um, how about we both go out to a play date and we find a friend? Okay? So we make it a mission. We make it a goal. So a goal is actually an action. So goals are actions. Um, the We make it a mission. So we, we know that we... We should solve this problem with finding one good friend, okay? And then we put it in action. So that would be the goal, right? Like, okay, let's let's put ourselves out there. Let's go to that thing that we've been wanting to do and let's connect with a friend for this girl. So um, you, you might see now like that coming to a, a solution-based idea, but from a personal motivation, uh, which is coaching, uh, 
and is productive, right? So you're being a productive parent here is much more peaceful than raising your voice, overruling the child's emotion with your own emotion and going in a frantic uh, relationship or communication. So I'll conclude it here. It was a lot of maybe information in one uh, sit down. And um, I'd like to thank you for your attention. And if you have any questions or you would like to have a personal session or a general coaching session with a group of people, um, I can uh, facilitate this in any way, shape or form. But usually it would be like a workshop with coaching elements. So the people in the workshop will also be coached through it or an informational one. If you just want to keep it easy going, it will be like informational and not too personal. So I wish you good luck and the most beautiful day ahead. Bye bye.